What steps should financial institutions be taking now to ensure they're prepared to adequately address business continuity and disaster recovery? And how are third-party service providers assisting them with the development of these strategies? Hi, I'm Tracy Kitten with Information Security Media Group, and I'm here today with Dan Shannon, a disaster recovery expert at FIS, one of the nation's leading core processing providers. Now, Dan, during Hurricane Sandy, which struck last year, FIS assisted a number of banking institutions in affected areas in the Northeast. But one large banking institution in particular stands out. What can you tell us about the recovery efforts at this particular bank? Yeah, that's a good question, Tracy. It, it's real interesting. When Superstorm Sandy was coming, one of the things we did at FIS is we proactively looked at where this storm was coming and who and what our customer base was in that area. And specifically for our core banking customers, we proactively went out and did a calling campaign two days before the storm and kind of reminded them of the different types of capabilities we had in the event that they needed assistance. We told them, you know, about the disaster recovery capabilities that we had, but also kind of shared with them the call center strategies that we had and that if they needed help, that we'd be able to, because we were there technology provider to be able to fairly rapidly assist them in any concerns that they had. And specifically in the New York and New Jersey area, we had a number of customers that used us for uh, different types of call center services. And so we provided some additional planning for those customers. But one of the more interesting situations was we had a very large bank that was headquartered in New York and New Jersey that was close to $20 billion dollars in assets with nearly 100 offices. And one of the interesting things there is, while we didn't have a call center contract with that bank, because we had we were the provider of their integrated core banking and, and all their channel solutions, once the storm hit, the bank realized that the number of branches that had lost power was over half the branches, and the number of branches that were in actually evacuation zones were nearly 20% of their branches. So they called us and strategized with us to say, how can you help us better serve our customers, but as important, how can you help us deal with the large number of our employees that are in their call centers that now have been impacted by this storm? They can't go to work. They need to focus on their families and their recovery. What can we do to work together? So we went through the different types of services we could could provide, and then within 24 hours, we brought them online, uh, leveraging our call centers in Little Rock, Arkansas, and Tampa, St. Pete, to provide additional call center capabilities, and then within 24 hours, so that really we could better serve their customers, but also, as important, better serve their employees. And as the days went on, we took over one of their key shifts of their call center. So we staffed the call center from 3 to 8 p.m. Um, and took over that shift for a story for a number of weeks so that they could really manage the impact that it had to both their clients and to their employees. We did a quick, smooth transition. You know, what it really did is it drove the bank to really rethink how they handled disaster recovery and what different business processes along with their technology that they should look at. So that kind of gives you a high-level overview of, of how we did it, what we offered. And then, you know, from a technology perspective, kind of the first step to invoke the capabilities is the, the bank operations team 
our information security team, our uh, enterprise risk management office, and their chief risk officer really walked through a plan to make sure that all customer data was protected and all security protocols were in place. Then we uh, gained access with them to the Astoria systems and our integrated banking solution, tested the call center across their environment to make sure uh, that we were able to route calls both to us and back then to the bank uh, within 24 hours after the plan was approved by the executive management of the bank. We began receiving the calls, were routed directly to us, and then uh, we would reroute calls based on uh, the way we had set up the priority of calls and, and the calls that we were going to handle versus the bank, and then we would route them back to the bank and then jointly worked uh, a call center plan and kept that in place for a number of weeks after uh, the disaster. And so, Dan, from a banking institution perspective, what lessons would you say were learned? I, I think the, the biggest lesson to a financial institution is while many financial institutions really focus on looking at their hardware environment, their software environment, their outsourcing environment, from a technology perspective, they really also need to look at what are the business processes and the customer-facing applications and business processes that can be uh, impacted in a disaster like this. You know, I think the one thing that surprised the bank was just the magnitude of impact, not only to the technology, but really to the people that worked for the bank. They just were not able, one, to get into the call center, and the ones that were really needed you know, to focus on, on recovering their families as well. It was a lesson learned to really look at all the back office processes that are touching customers. What could other industries learn from some of the disaster recovery initiatives that financial institutions have put into place? You know, obviously the importance of a comprehensive plan with a technology or a business process partner is, is critical. And you also really need to focus on what are all the touch points your customers have with your organization. So all those potential touch points really need to be covered in any disaster recovery scenario so that your brand is your most important asset and you really need the continuity of the touch points with your customers and the quality of the interaction with those customers. And then beyond natural disasters, what other types of business continuity concerns and challenges, such as distributed denial of service attacks, should organizations be addressing in their disaster recovery plans? Yeah, good question, Tracy. You know, one of the things that uh, we focus very heavily on at FIS is we have uh, an enterprise risk management office and an information security office, and we work very closely with them and, and our financial institutions to lay out all the different types of scenarios that are occurring in uh, the financial services world today and to have plans in place in case they are either attacked or that they have plans in place to recovery from any information security or risk management event. And in fact, you know, I think just last month alone we had 12 different seminars and webinars with our clients talking specifically on the different categories and different tactics and strategies that the bank can invoke. And, and we partner with them to help them recover in any uh, types of uh, activity like that. 
Dan, of course, DDoS attacks have been top of mind for banking institutions throughout the U.S. for about a year now. How does FIS view and approach DDoS when it comes to disaster recovery? Yeah, good question, Tracy. Uh, we have a very large and sophisticated enterprise risk management office as well as chief information office that works directly within our organization. We coordinate all our products and services with that team, and then we use that team also to be the primary interface to our clients to help partner with them to look at all the risks in their environment. So we take it very seriously, and it's a very important component today of financial services. Dan, from a higher level, how would you say third parties, such as FIS, are ensuring that information is secure and that data that is outsourced for the purpose of business continuity and disaster recovery is encrypted and, and secure in the way it should be? Well, I think it's important for financial institutions to really partner on their business continuity plans to really understand what are the capabilities of your partner, what are the capabilities of your organization, and really constantly assess their core competencies and capabilities as well as their uh, partners, because it's important to do that as a partnership to ensure uh, the highest level of security and continuity possible. And then, Dan, before we close, are there any final thoughts you'd like to share with our audience? Yeah, I think, you know, it really is important today more than ever to really choose a partner, you know, that really offers an integrated solutions of technology and business processes so that your institution is covered. You also need to make sure that the partner you have understands fully your business strategy, understands and is, has the ability to react to a changing strategy within a financial institution, and also that we really stress that our financial institutions must have strong, solid backup recovery strategies, not only for their technology, but for any touch points or any business processes that touch their clients on a daily basis. Dan, I'd like to thank you again for your time this morning. Have a great day, Tracy. Again, we've just heard from Dan Shannon of FIS. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tracy Kitten.